0: Listen. (whistles) Let it on. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another brand new episode of Shurm in the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherm. Today is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. Hope the year is off to a great start so far for everybody. I'm so excited about this brand new episode. You might have seen us live on Instagram. It's with the Chicago indie based rock band, The Foons. I had so much fun in this interview. I knew I wanted to share for everybody to listen. In episode 147, we discussed the formation of The Foons. Eric, Ross, Tate, Sam, and Will are all extremely talented individuals who share a true passion for music. It all started over a casual dinner one night, and shortly after, they recorded a full album together. The rest is history. I loved talking to the guys about their discography so far. We ran through some of their biggest releases yet, including tracks off their debut album, Balloon Fruit, including Growing Up, Palm Song, and Night Owl, which was actually played at Bulls and Blackhawks games. Incredible! We also talked about their new album, Breakfast, and yes, I did say that with a question mark, which takes a new indie electronica spin on their sound. They just released a new track on Monday called Mind Me, which will give you a little taste of what's to come. There's nothing quite like a great indie rock band show, and the Foons have already had so much success performing at venues like the Elbow Room, Shubas and Lincoln Hall, and the House of Blues, one of Chicago's most famous venues. These guys are truly talented, and I connected with them right away. I've got a special place in my heart for indie rock music, and any band that's influenced by LCD sound system is guaranteed to be special. Shout out to the Foons! Thanks so much again for coming on. It was such a blast. And friends, make sure you go check out their new track, "Mind Me." And let's get into it right now, so the guys can tell you their story for themselves. This is episode 147 with the Foons. Boys. What up? What is going on? How are we doing? Doing. Matt,
1: I presume.
0: Yes, that's me, Matt Sherman, the one and only. You. Eric, Tate, we also have Matt in the room
1: as well. We have another Matt who's, uh, who's out of frame. A, a couple of the other foons just, just
0: left, actually. That's okay. A couple of the foons, huh? <laughs> this is Eddie, yeah. Eddie! I, is that your guy's tour manager? This is,
1: yeah. She will be. This and this Matt. They, they tag team it.
0: They do a pretty good job, except during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah that's okay she's doing the best they're doing the best they can right
1: yes they can yes they
0: are yes, how are you guys are. doing are you enjoying this weather in chicago right now
1: uh, uh decent yeah I, 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 think like, I think i think the foods might like go sledding I, tomorrow i took a lovely yeah. nap today like just watching uh watching Darnia, and the snowfall was outside <laughs> and it
0: was really pleasant yeah. I, I really I enjoy the snow when it's like this in Chicago. Like, I'd rather it snow than just be ice-cold, bone-chilling, freezing, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, a little, little blanket cloud of insulation.
0: Yes, I like I that.
1: Like there, too.
0: What's up? I like that tapestry behind you. You like the tapestry? Thank you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's... You gotta have the full package with the podcast, man, or else people won't take you seriously, right? Somebody just commented, my boy, actually, his name is uh, <laughs> his name is Shermanator as well. Well, Sherman. He knows, uh, am I sp- saying his name right? Tide? No, uh, that's Tade. Uh, that's me. Tade. I, like a Gaelic, Irish spelling. Bro, uh, I was, I'm glad it, you said it because I was uh, like, I'm going to butcher the uh, shit out of this name. Restaurant. It's, what's, it's Tade. Oh, Wow. Tade. Tade. Do you know Matthew uh you know matthew, matthew Sherman. Matthew i was gonna it's so weird for me to say do you know matthew sherman and i'm literally matthew sherman <laughs> that's awesome man yeah i want that's why i wanted to do this one live with you guys i love these instagram live interviews and it's so much more fun because these type of people jump in and get to ask questions and do all that stuff so it's a good time
1: yeah thanks for having us too we this appreciate is. it is the first uh it's the first summer that
0: you guys yeah. are doing great so far. I got to give a shout out to your manager. That guy's a hustler. Yeah, that's our boy. Another yeah. Matt. Yeah, yeah. All the Matt's out here. Come let's, Matt, come on. Come on, let's get him on camera for a second. Manager's never getting, there he is. Okay, we got an eye, all right. <laughs> Making a party. There he is. Matt, I got a lot of respect for you, bro. My day job is in sales. And um, when you followed up, I was like, okay, all right. Because a lot of people just send one email or one message, and then, you know, you miss it for whatever reason. It's all about the follow-up, right? of course. of course. Okay. You're doing a good job, brother. I, I appreciate your hustle. Sure. He's With
1: really, this, man. He's,
0: he's
1: one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: man. I'm just excited about your, like, the dynamic, how you guys got together. I love your music. I got a soft spot for indie rock, man, like... That was just some of like, and it's funny because when I listened to your guys' music, it kind of took me back to when I was sort of getting into electronic music, electronica, so to speak. And your guys' new stuff is really, really special. I know I heard the track that's going to be coming out next week, but big things in the works for the Foons, man. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah. We're, real. You know, we're, we're enjoying the process and we're learning a lot.
0: Yeah. Done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And how to work around COVID and our recording and production. And um, it's all
0: been a learning process over the last couple months for, I think, everyone in the entire world, probably. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. This has been such an interesting time for the music industry, for artists in general. Without the inspiration, you guys have had some big shows, and we'll talk about that. But kind of without that, like, I sometimes call it, like, the award you get, right? Like, you work really hard behind the scenes. You make the music, you build your brand, you build your following, you make connections, you get a show. And that's what it's all about to performing artists. And we haven't had to do that. So it's been tough to find inspiration. But there are a lot of people who are looking at things in a much more simplified way and getting back to the basics, which is loving what we make, the music, right? Yeah. No, and that's been, it's actually been kind of nice
1: in some aspects for us because we've been able to like focus on the production and the songwriting where as before we were probably bouncing around show to show a little bit more um, and didn't have time to um, designate towards that. We're really we're really fortunate in the fact that we live together so we're able to collaborate all the time. Really? It's, yeah, we, th- we're, in, th- we're in our apartment right now so this is it's, uh, it's you know, this is our cat. And, <laughs> yeah, we dynamic us too but in the future all five balloons yeah. under one household yeah. under one roof will be uh it's our house is on. a really 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 fine house yeah with one cat maybe two cats in the yard in the
0: future where do you guys live in chicago
1: we're in bucktown, bucktown.
0: hell yeah i love bucktown where are you at I'm down in the loop. Uh, like I said, my day job is actually right in River North, so it was nice to be close to work. But I've been working from home mostly. But I love Bucktown. I had a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends that live up there. It's great restaurants, great bars. It's pure Chicago to me. Yeah, I yeah. uh, yeah, I love it. We have a really lovely little park right next to us. That's just
1: beautiful. And I don't know, grocery store across the we're, we're right on. We're right on Western. So like, we mm-hmm. get like. We get the busy, you know. We get the stores and everything, and the restaurants, and then we have like a nice little neighborhood right, right when we take a uh, ride right on Lindale. Yeah, and there's also there's no a, other uh, tenants in the building, so we can be like as loud as we want. Like, there's a full drum kit. We're both you It's not. It. That's not. Uh, <laughs> then their kitchen are into the bottom floor of our apartment, but they. Yeah, there's been a there's been a staller on that. So there's no like practice limitations or anything like
0: that, which is nice. There you go. Yeah, gosh, I wish I had your guys' experience. I get noise complaints here when I just like play my record player too loud. Sometimes it's frustrating.
1: You DJ too and produce, right?
0: Yeah, life of a DJ. I'm used to noise complaints. I know how to handle the noise complaint. That's what I've gotten. That's what I've gotten good at. We got some people waving. That's my we got Mike Darnall joining. Wow, look at how we got it. We got some people joining today. People always come in and out of these. So, for those that are listening, if you guys do have a question that pops up, I'll allow it. But please ask nicely that you'd like to ask a question because I got some good questions here for you guys. We're gonna run through the Foon story, guys. I've got yeah. questions about how you guys came together, everybody's role in the band, um, of course, your first album that you released, new music coming out. And then I definitely wanted to ask you about your shows and just kind of how it's been, like I said in the beginning, from an artist's perspective during such a, I mean, impossible time, sort of, in the music industry. But where there is darkness, there is light. And I'm optimistic for the future, right, boys?
1: Absolutely. Uh, you have to be.
0: You have to be. You have to be. But let's, yeah. let's start at the beginning, man. How did you guys, like, come together? I know three of you are brothers, right? Yeah, so... Tade? I've known those guys for a long time. Your brothers?
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so I I actually have three older brothers. Uh, Two of them are in the group, and then one of them's out. So he's he's not in the group, still plays great musician. Um, But, so I've been playing music with them for a long time. was in some groups with them in the past, actually. And Eric and I, we met each other through mutual friend, Cup J, had, uh, at U of I in Champaign, where you we went to school. Okay, cool. Um, we, like, had a nice little jam session at your apartment. Um, it was, like, a very mid-list jam session. Had, like, a very shitty drum kit. I think you were on some keys or something. I was on, I, was on, I, had, a, I had that little uh, archery. Uh, I had a little midi keyboard. Yeah, we had a little midi keyboard going. Little and drums and uh nice. yeah, we were playing. That's kind of how it, I think, develops. Then we wrote a song together after school. Um, started together more consistently, and then actually before my brothers though, Ross came, Ross Stonewall mm-hmm. And Eric was, I was playing open mics. Yeah, I was I was writing I was writing some songs and playing like open mics, kind of doing the solo you know, singer-songwriter folky type acoustic guitar singing yeah, type thing. of course and uh, I played a show at Elbow Room R.I.P. R.I.P. man and Ross was there and asked if I wanted to play music and <laughs> I met him at some point and bada bada boom Ross is on board <laughs> Ross's on on Their were easy to convince next. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, and and Ross then, yeah. came over. At Ross, that was. I was living in a studio by myself. Me and Tade were like, you know, kind of toying with the idea of getting a band together, and then eventually, me and Tade moved in together. Um, with our other buddy Johnny, um, Ross, and and, 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 and I was playing, Yeah, I was playing, and um. Yeah, we got, we got Ross together, and, and then we got the twins on board. And, like, yeah. and honestly, we've, been, we've all been playing music for a long time where it came together pretty fluidly, I'd say.
0: So everybody, like, grew up playing music, though. Like, your families were musical. You were raised playing instruments type thing. Like, everybody in the group, it seems, like, truly yeah, passionate I'm, about it.
1: Definitely. Ross has a little bit of, like, a producer background. Um my Brothers and I, my dad got us all instruments when we were like, you know, like five years old. I got a drum
0: kit, so I think he was trying to set up the family band early on. <laughs> I love that.
1: And Eric said a whole line of playing instruments. Yeah, I, my dad tried to play the violin when I was really young, but I hated it. Um,
0: but <laughs> the violin, <laughs> I don't see that for you. Yeah, <laughs> and I to be like, uh. Like a yeah,
1: a violinist, but I wasn't having it, and I, I don't know, I, I played guitar in middle school, as middle schoolers do. I actually got, I had a drum, I wanted to play the drums first, um, but then I, then I, you know, wanted to, wanted to play notes more than anything, because I, I was in a lot of uh, choruses and stuff growing up, so I'd do choruses, and then I learned guitar, etc.,
0: we might have piano, piano. piano. All back in the mix, so we'll see. But yeah. It, yeah. If if I can get my hands on one, that that a bow and some nice rosin bow to rosin that bow up with. <laughs> oh yeah, baby! Rosin that bow, baby! <laughs> That's Eric. awesome, Eric. So you're you're the songwriter. You're multi instrumentalist, obviously, Tate. You're the drummer. Ross is on the keys, and Sam and Will, Tate, your brothers, are bass and guitar, right? Yeah. So we yeah. got. Five five different instruments here, right? Yeah. Well, I guess six if you want to include a voice, which is an instrument in my opinion. Yeah,
1: true. Uh, five, five people to play instrumentation. That, you
0: know, because we could have someone press a button and then, you know. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. What a, what a great story. And then you guys started releasing music though in 2020, but I guess before you like kind of formed the group, you're all playing music together. When did you guys say, "All right, like we're all kind of linking up on shows"? We like playing with each other. When did you say, "All right, we need to create a band"? And when did the name of the Foons come together too? Um, I, do we all just, yeah, take it away. Okay. Um,
1: at a dinner actually with the Foons. Well, so so the name, and then uh, we decided, yeah, basically. Take- <laughs> Forced it, honestly like um i think we we are jamming a lot together but we really hopped into the studio and like got studio time pretty early yeah i booked studio time before we had practiced any of the songs it was my birthday so i was just like i'm going to get some time yeah and we booked studio time and we like so we kind of had to rush and luckily i mean eric had written a lot of solo stuff that we kind of trained nicely into a group project mm-hmm. yeah but then we were able to, I do you that, know, you know, start our our, our our branding and our Instagram page and uh, and getting the whole thing together. Um, I think the name together got came together though. We were at a having a dinner and somehow it came to conversation like with my parents or something. Um, we were having dinner. We were having pork for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and, Love it. And, we were, and trying to think of it. And then um we I was like, well maybe something to do with pork and then pork rubbed with spork and then the opposite of spork is a food. <laughs> we back, baby. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, something cut out. Did you catch the
0: audio? Oh, yep. You're good. I heard uh we got to foon. We got to foon, yeah, I heard the I heard the origination there.
1: chaotic route that it took for us to yeah get it was, I was,
0: you know i i was definitely i was not gonna not have you know do the music thing and give the music thing a shot mm-hmm. so studio time was booked got that stuff together had some songs written and now we're now we're writing more songs yeah. so that was what and, 2019 then
1: that was end of 2019 into early 2020, and that was our first project, Balloon Fruit. Damn, you know, so you
0: guys had yeah. a pretty quick turnaround then. Like, did you save yeah. a lot of these songs that you had made, or did you say, okay, we're the foons, let's get to producing an album? How did, how did that work? I,
1: well, I kind of, I, I, well, I had, you know, I had some songs written, and then I, you know, I was playing the solo shows, and I think I, I lost some, like... The same show that I met Ross at, actually, I, I lost some contest, and I got all off. <laughs> so I was, that happens. I was, I was like,
0: just mad that I lost the contest. I was like, oh, I'm going to write so many songs, <laughs> you know? So, um, so that's what I did. <laughs> and then, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to write songs and record with the group. And so we did. And that's, yeah... No, it, I, I wanted to make sure it happened. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. I, mean, your lyrics are truly passionate, and like, there's a story being told here, and that's why I always felt like, I mean, when you grow up, right? Like, you guys are all Midwest guys, right? I know there was uh, Evanston. Uh, yeah, he's
1: out from the Bay Area. Bay Area.
0: Little Valley, California. Okay, hell saying. yeah, that's awesome. Well, I guess, like, it doesn't really matter where you're from, but if you grew up in the United States, at least in our generation, you have that time in life where you're in middle school, going into high school, and, like, whether you really are emo or not, you know, emo, right? We all go through that phase where, like, we really connect with lyrics, and, I mean, when I listened to your guys' songs the first time, it, like, just took me back to, like, before I even had my driver's license, like, listening to music on the school bus, and I was like, God, I absolutely love this, but then... I really, like, took another listen after I had initially heard it. And there really is a lot of, like, passion, like I said, being told, like stories. Eric, are these are these lyrics you're writing before we even get into Balloon Fruit? Are these based on experiences, stories? Where exactly does the inspiration come from your lyrics?
1: I, I well, so I don't, like, I don't
0: write the
1: lyrics down. So I, I just, the, you know, I kind of just come up with them um, to the chord progressions. Jesus. And I, it's sometimes cool. during uh, I yeah, I I, up uh, like those. Um, wow. Yeah. It's it's kind of like you know free you know it's kind of like freestyle. Yeah, like, absolutely. But good stays, and then it sticks. You know.
0: So really, is from the heart. It's raw. Yeah. it's authentic it's,
1: it's a it's just it's just riffing. and if I can't come up with something I'm I'm singing you know vowels until the kind of until the words kind of form around them at mm-hmm. some point, you know and and then sometimes I'm like what the hell do we want to write a song about guys <laughs> you know what what am I supposed to be writing to? like what's the assignment <laughs> uh,
0: that's awesome. I mean, there's there's definitely beauty in, in not, I guess for lack of a better term, like disorganization, right? Sometimes a messy desk comes out a great idea. I actually I actually love that. I have a friend, I, you might have heard of him before. He's in Chicago as well. His name's Gilded. And uh, I asked him about his songwriting. Yeah, he's the man. He's fucking awesome. Um, but when he produces a song... He does something similar, right? He, like he kind of builds the instrument instrumentation and the layering and he'll like hum non-syllable words, right? And then he'll go back and fill it in. So I know exactly what you guys are talking about. Like you kind of all have your own strategy to that. But it really is, when it when it comes down to it, at least from my experience, you're playing the music, you're feeling something, you just comes out of you. I like that. Freestyle. You're the Kendrick Lamar of indie rock, bro. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, that's
1: that's a title you gotta live up to, huh?
0: <laughs> that's awesome so tell me about balloon for release in early 2020 you guys obviously had a quick turnaround time i mean how long did it take to actually put that together two months and release it like it was really really quick
1: yeah we, i mean we started rolling out the we released it a little bit untraditionally probably um as like singles and and doubles but i think sure. uh we probably, you know, how long did we practice and did it take us to record? Uh, we, we, we had, I mean, some, some songs I don't think, I mean, we had, maybe, had, like, two practices and then we were in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, some of them were quick and then some of the, like, the mixing and the mastering um, was another learning process because I don't think we would really had too much studio stuff like that before. Um, but... I mean, it was super rewarding, and like you said, like building up to um, the yeah. album show and things like that. Um, we thought we were gonna be able to get it done in like a day. <laughs> we <were> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we, we only booked the one session to start off with, right? Um, but we we're like, but we had we had the, that amount of songs, right? Uh, uh, Yeah, I think we had we had the the eight songs that we we wanted to do. Like, all right, let's just you know barely practice We wanted to get it done in a day, but it didn't work out like that. But it it happened. But since we since we wanted to get done so fast, so quickly, it happened. You know, it got done quickly. Um, but what two months total? Yeah. Um, Yeah, probably yeah, probably two two and a half months something like
0: that. That really is impressive, guys. It just goes to show, like. How organic of a connection you guys all have, and it's not just because three of you are related, but still, that's yeah. awesome. And it really is like the quality is is certainly there. I, who did the mixing and mastering then?
1: Rick. Yeah. Or, or uh, for shapes, Rick. Rick at handwritten recording uh, is is a great man that we love to work with. Yeah, he's and great. We've also uh, done stuff with. Jasper, Jasper McRae. Jasper McRae. Shout out Jasper. Or shout out yeah. Jasper. But but Balloon through was honestly entirely uh, Rick at handwritten and and recording, and then Shapes Willie Main also were done of by that. Yes. Um, yeah. Just, and then we've been we're doing a little bit like on, on these on these new, on this new stuff. We've been doing some Morning House mix. But and, you know, yeah, I, you know we I I'm I reading. We've been we've been learning a lot of mixing. I've been uh, reading this huge textbook, um, and uh, you know, we've been getting progressively better at Ableton and, and nice this this Mind Me release is kind of the first thing that sounds um, you know, kind of exactly not it sounds basically pretty much exactly how we want it to sound. Yeah. And it has all the kind of extra Elements of electronic uh, music in there as well, um, but but going forward, we kind of have a plan and we kind of know how we want to do it now, and we're
0: really happy that we can just do it basically all in house yeah. with uh, yeah. the help of some some you know mixing touches, just because. You know, I'm not necessarily confident enough to say. You know, that's send it fair. out. Yeah. Well, you don't have to.
1: Have a final professional touch, your approval at least. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you guys, what you guys? I guess while we're on the topic of the first album, as compared to the second, you guys are recording it live. Balloon fruit. You kind of went off the cuff. It kind of seems like, and now this time around with the new new album is going to be. Did you record it like separately, or all at the same time, or like how are you actually putting that into Ableton, track by track? It's. I mean, we're like right in the midst of it right
1: now, but we've been doing. You know, we still try to keep it as live as possible. We we're, uh, we're we're recording it in. We're recording the bass layers in the basement. Okay. Um, and Will and Sam's and Steve's mainly. Uh, yeah, my Sam. childhood home. Um, <laughs> It's actually has like a really nice dead sound, and my dad is sort of does some engineering work himself um, and some recording, so um, he makes it sound. We, we were kind of like really nice. we were kind of unsure how we wanted to mix everything. We kind of had a bunch of different samples of these different spaces and and things, um, and then
0: we we did a take in the basement and that that Steve mixed, and we were just like that's. What the bass layer needs to be for everything. That's awesome. Let's do all of that and then kind of layer things on top of it. And we recorded a lot in LA. Yeah, we yeah. yeah we yeah we were out
1: in LA recently too. We just re- recorded a lot of vocals and stuff. A lot of writing got done. A LA lot of vocals primary. did some writing out there. Good. Um, but but we like to try to like to differentiate our sound a little bit by keeping a lot of elements live and as a group as opposed to just doing. Strictly layering and, like, uh, production. Yeah. More
0: so so live. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's clear that you guys care about the process, too. And that's probably the biggest difference between, like, I guess, a bedroom producer and a band like you. You literally, like, go to a place because the sound is better. And I absolutely fucking love that. Appreciate it, yeah. It's that's, a lot of such stuff. Guide out
1: different locations, too. Um, to get us here so we're, we're yeah we're we're really try- trying to merge that rock and edm line. We're keep it keep, allow there to be enough space for the song to develop while at the same time incorporate electronic
0: sort of danceable but groovable and yeah. chillable yeah, yeah yeah tap yeah that's a fine line that and that's tough and i i mean They're going to hear it when it it comes out, but I think you guys are really achieving that. Nice. So, let me ask you this. Night Owl, not only is this a great track, it's your biggest streaming success yet, but this was played at Bulls and Blackhawks games?
1: Yeah, that was sick.
0: How? how? That's so dope, dude. Like, Chicago got a Chicago guy. Like, yes. Uh,
1: This guy, that was our uh, last uh, kind of booking agent. Uh, manager got Max Wagner who did a fantastic job yeah he's a homie of ours he, yeah he helped us in those early stages a lot so that that was huge I think we were actually at handwritten recording and like we knew it was a possibility but I remember just getting like texts like wait is this you guys on the Jumbotron right now
0: <laughs> damn that was
1: that was insane
0: talk about exposure
1: yeah yeah that was awesome
0: wow you did too? I did too. I didn't make the 7th grade basketball team and I thought I was going to be in the NBA before that. I, I was so pissed. So pissed. I was, uh, it was only because I was a little out on the team. <laughs> okay, Tate, thanks. Yeah, rub it in. Alright.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was good. I should have been on the team.
0: <laughs> Eric and I are going to start our own team. The, the, bas- the NBA rejects. So full end. of music it's full of mu- it's full of musicians, but we still can't give up the dream. Our real dream. Oh
1: yeah. That would be the ultimate redemption. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you and Quavo and Justin Bieber. There you go.
1: <laughs>
0: That's the starting lineup. It's it's me and you and Quavo. <laughs> Justin Bieber, maybe we'll throw Kevin Hart in there. How about that? He's our sixth man. <laughs> I don't think Iguodala can play on our team. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Congratulations on that, guys. That's something that you should always have in the resume and always keep in your back pocket if you're having a down day because that's that's really, really cool. Um, I did want to know Palm song. Um, I I really, really connected with that one. I know it's a little bit more of like a... I mean, you don't have a huge catalog, but it's a deep cut already, in my opinion. Are there any other sleepers from that album that you would want people to hear that maybe aren't as streamed? Growing up. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Growing, growing, growing up. My favorite one. Growing up, I also did the... Growing up, honestly, I think, just the, the release room. of it, but that's <laughs> a
0: great...
1: Well, honestly, I don't think... We People haven't heard, but uh, that's Growing the, up, that's
0: a sleeper. okay, good deal. Honorable mention. Growing up,
1: I got, I got to shred some gu- some guitar solo on that one. Too. Yeah, that's nice.
0: Hell yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about shapes, and let's talk about breakfast. Question mark. Breakfast. I want before I before we even talk about the track. Breakfast. Question mark. Maybe the best album name I've ever fucking heard. Like in in Matt's email. I was like, I read it kind of quickly. I was like, do you want to get breakfast? <laughs> That's the idea right there. Is that the idea?
1: I honestly, it's something like that for sure. <laughs> also, just breaking the fact of, you know, not releasing music for a while or like, yeah. I don't know, because it had been a long
0: time, but it like, nine it's not like, a, a, yeah, it was nine months a year, like yeah. somewhere in that. Right. It's what I... See. It's what I assume people will be introduced to us by, so it's kind of like an introductory yeah.
1: sort of uh, thing. Okay. And, you know, we could go, it's like, it's like why'd you get that tattoo? It's like there's you know, millions of reasons and they all suck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very creative, and it's so simple. It's something everybody can relate to. So, would you want people to hear it, like, if I go get brunch, like, the foons are playing there, then?
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Only the best. Five-star brunch.
1: I tree that will come with it, too, for sure.
0: I love it. But, like, what stands out to me immediately, like you guys have mentioned, is this is much more electronic influenced. Where was the direction, or why did you guys change it, I guess? You kind of, you kind of built upon what you were already doing, but... How did you come to a collective decision with, I mean, you guys are obviously chose to join a group together, so you agree on certain things already, but Balloon Fruit and Breakfast are not the same albums. Was there any riffs in the group? Did everybody say, yeah, I'm down with this? Or what was kind of those conversations like?
1: Uh, I I just want to, so we did, we had Shapes before, before we started Balloon Fruit.
0: Really? yeah, and so, also, I also wanted to, this was the only thing I wanted to take, was Shapes, Shapes actually isn't technically going to be on the Breakfast album. Shapes oh, is it's a single? single. Yeah. Sure. Gotcha. Uh, but, but that's, that's just one other thing that I wanted
1: to say, but we did, we did Shapes before Balloon Fruit. Yeah, so that was actually, like, one of the, that was the first track that Eric and I actually started working on together, um, but, uh. So we kind of knew that we could go sort of that electronic route. Yeah. And then ended up going more of the traditional indie route. And now I think breakfast is kinda joining the two. Um, and, and doing that kind of hybrid of the live instrumentation with the electronic as well. It's gonna be taking what we look studio environment and incorporating that with all of the you know, stuff that we learned in the shapes experience, which was an entire ordeal, um that involved multiple environments. But we're 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 incorporating all that into uh, the basement. Oh my god. But I think the entire band was pretty much on board honestly. Um, and I think we're all excited about the new sound. Um I think it resonates with all of us, so it wasn't really, like, too much of a
0: discussion, even. That's awesome. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of energy in it. So th- it was almost like... Balloon Fruit was almost like kind of the middle of your guys' chapter so far, and you already had this as the prequel, and now we're releasing yeah, the sequel. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we're on to the... We're on? We have, uh, um, many, we many have new we songs, too, so there's, there's a lot of... We have a lot. Uh, we have a lot but like we said before the first time me and Tay jammed was on a on the MIDI keyboard and drums mm-hmm. and so that kind of reminiscent in shape in that it's you know there's no guitar in it and then the balloon fruits influenced by you know me spending a lot of time with the guitar and then getting a
0: you know us all getting a band together and yeah i love that it's awesome i mean it's kind of like cutting edge if you ask me like what you guys are yeah. doing and i mean i definitely hear a lot of lcd sound system guys is it safe to assume that's a big influence for you
1: definitely yeah James Murphy's a legend yeah oh my he's God. Uh, very
0: good he's a legend you know he i saw him actually uh in 2019 at smart bars 23 hour party or something and i saw him dj at, like, 4 p.m., and uh, I had just kind of heard about Legends, about him, like, doing secret DJ sets and stuff, but then being, like, yeah, exactly, like, these, these indie electronica, like, disco, like, just so many different types of influences, and when I listened to this, you guys' music, I, like, kind of got taken back to that set, and him kind of, like, pushing the boundaries of what dance music is, and I think you guys are doing that.
1: Yeah, thank love, you. That means love, love. a lot. I love everything that's coming yeah. out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, and we're actually thinking about getting into that DJ world as well and trying to get some uh, some DJ sets together, maybe including I've some a, some food live elements in a DJ
2: set. We're considering things like that. So
0: let's do um, something, boys.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. 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 Um. Yeah. I. I Mixing, mixing, is just such a blast, yeah. isn't it? In itself, um, I had something I
0: wanted to say, but I, I, I found myself lost. Next squad It's okay. I'm, I'm a bit of a wordsmith. I got you caught up there. <laughs> I love that though, guys. For real. So, next single coming out is "Mind Me" on the eighth, right?
1: Monday. Yeah, Monday. 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 The the day. Day.
0: That's exciting stuff, guys. When is the album coming out then? You said you're still processing it, right? Like you're still f- finding, finishing up all the, the last touches? Still
1: a lot in the works, but yeah, we're, we're thinking sometime this spring.
0: Okay. So April sometime, let's call it April-ish? Yeah. A- April, April, May. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Very excited for that. And so I wanted to ask as well, um, on, on Shapes, Sam shot and edited... Eric took care, of, ter, could, yeah, took care of illustrations. I mean, you guys are pretty multi-talented. Like, not only can you play multiple instruments, not only are you musicians, but you're doing what you have to do, and that's everything these days as an artist, right? You can't just be a guitar player or singer. You have to be a, a social media manager. You have to be a graphic designer. You have to be a sales rep, for God's sake. It never stops as frustrating as it can be to accept that you have to do all of these yeah. things and you guys got a manager he does a lot of hard he does a lot of hard work for you though but still okay. we, we've got we've got help here and i mean maybe that's
1: one nice aspect to some extent of the band is can delegate a little bit more yeah yeah i, I also like Arnaud rodowski did a fantastic job on the um the,
0: the shapes video as well um, it was so cool I, so cool i only do those little drawing things and then it, yeah yeah was that something you but, guys were doing already or did you kind of just like okay we need somebody to do this we need somebody to do that
1: um for for the for what like
0: did you already have the ability to do all that stuff did you guys have experience or are you kind of just filling in the blanks
1: so ariana does the
0: projections
1: for our live shows okay so, a real smart, um, you know, yeah, soft software yeah. wizard um, who who's just can do crazy things, um, <laughs> and that's the whole you know videography aspect of it. So
0: we just kind yeah, of he actually those. He, his day job is he's the videographer for the Shady Aquarium, so um, Whoa. he's got a lot, a lot of experience yeah. with video and editing. So. How to do yeah, I, I think it, it that's why we like to keep a lot of it in-house, too. Keep building on that, guys. Keep doing that. You've got a, you got a great team that's multi-talented. Like I said, you have to have it all if you want to make it in the industry these days. It doesn't get handed to you anymore, right?
1: True. Yeah. That, and then, you gotta, then you have to pray. Then you have to cross <laughs> your fingers.
0: <laughs> well, you guys have had a lot of success already, so... not surprised. Things are going to continue up for you. And speaking of success, you guys have played some big shows, man. We mentioned the Elbow Room already. Balloon Fruit Release Party, that was at Shuba's? Yeah, Shuba's. What? Dude, Shuba's (laughs) is... Shuba's at Lincoln Hall is like one of the most legendary venues in Chicago. You guys sold out your show for the album release. Fuck yes. Yeah,
1: that was a big, a big triumphant one for us. But yeah, I mean... That, that was nice you that like was hundred of like our best friends in
0: the oh world. man how special that was, was that for you guys then like kind of like you know the validation that we did this we got the show people actually came
1: yeah that was great yeah dude
0: yeah and then the pandemic
1: that was our last that was our last big show we had like two other kind of smaller ones after that but i'm, I'm happy we got that one in there yeah I, this was another great yeah but yeah um,
0: but Shubas was the cap. Shubas was the cap before the before the storm. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Oh man, We're been
1: live. Yeah, uh, yeah. we but we've been honestly getting into some decent virtual spaces and trying to do and some um, drop shows before winter. So hoping to hoping to rekindle that this summer if uh, if we don't have uh, if we don't have normal normal shows and venue capacities and things
0: like that yeah gotta make do gotta make do but whenever we do come back to live shows tell me about like the dynamic live because recording in the studio isn't usually the same as performing live in front of an audience are you guys incorporating more instruments less instruments are you guys rehearsing like what could we expect from a live food show that would want us to come back share spread the word all that good stuff
1: it depends, I guess, on which live show. If it's
0: something like like a Shuba, if it's like a Gimme the Shuba's yeah, example. The sold out show. The crowd fucking wanted it. Oh, well you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get bass in your chase. Like... <laughs> oh shit. So I'm gonna get bass in my face? <laughs> no, no no, I don't uh, No, but I think obviously our recording process on it so pretty
1: much um a lot of our songs come from like a live session and then adding instrumentation, instrumentation on top. So um You're gonna get a live album should should sound like the live set. Um we'll be able to get all of those elements that we included on the album at the live set, which is gonna be great. That's yeah. Awesome. We're so basically we're gonna we're doing the bass layers and then we're layering things on top of it and then
0: we're gonna figure out how to incorporate all the elements of what's in the final production into the live performance mm-hmm. once we get to... and um uh, so there's going to be a lot of sense. i'm looking forward to playing um the mother 32 uh by moog live which is a pure analog yeah. semi-modular Got to be that I G- love. We they got Mr. a synth um, scientist over here. Listen to that full-on yeah, description. What's on the side of the box?
1: <laughs> you gotta get damn on some of this. Well, I mean, yeah. we have a... I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what it's basically. It's a lot of sound manipulation. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to to bringing the synth to people. Yeah, yeah, and any fun. Yeah. And then also incorporate, you know, there's there's, there's so, so many, many fun places. Yeah, to there's go. a lot of like hybrid dr- drums on this album, like electronic kicks and, and there's some crazy so. shit that no. they, there's there's gonna be. Uh, but all those elements, we should be able to get into the live set. So,
0: can't. My God, you guys are already making me excited to come to a show. I love it.
1: We're excited, to, we're excited to meet you
0: there. <laughs> I'll be front row. If I'm getting bass in my face, shit, all right. <laughs> I love that, guys. Um, very cool. And it's important to have memorable performances that you guys love. I know we're all missing that so much right now, but geez, we'll get there. Just keep doing what we're doing.
1: I would, I would say for anybody who's missing live performances, boiler room sets have been getting me through... Quarantine, just throwing on boiler room sets and then you know getting some cardio going. <laughs> you know, jacks and boiler room
0: sets. Which boiler room set is your favorite?
1: Oh wow. wow. Jarr, probably, right? well, well there's Nicholas Jar, Jada G's got some great ones, mm-hmm. uh yeah, Puma Puma uh, had a great one. Um there Fulimar. Fulimar has a great fantastic one. I would say go check out
0: Fulimar and then when Fulimar drops ABBA when yes. drops, dude drops like. The crowd goes yeah. I'm nuts. I watched and, that video with my girlfriend and she thought it was like a dubbed song and I was like no like he really played that and it went off harder than any other song you could play.
1: They yeah, go crazy. crazy. It's, it's the most lit thing I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> is the most lit thing I've ever. I agree with you. That, that I can wholeheartedly agree with you there. I'm missing that shit, too, because that's... It's funny. I feel like we went from these big, massive shows and then people wanted to get the more intimate experience, and I think we were getting back into that. Of course, coronavirus came, but I do think when we come back, like, people are going to appreciate those small, intimate experiences like the boiler room, you know what I mean, where you're really just appreciating the music. It doesn't have to be all about the lights... The insane sound system, which is great, but sort of like that Shuba's Lincoln Hall elbow room feel, you know what I mean? Where you're like you're connected with the artist performing. That's kind of my favorite shows to play, honestly. Definitely, yeah, dude. You guys, you, you guys are you guys are fucking great. I wish I could have met everybody. Is every who's in the room right now? It's, we just met, we had Sam was here earlier, but we'll have to get another intro to. I want to just give you guys all props and acknowledgement man like five person group couple of brothers everybody loves music you know like I just I I have a lot of respect for you guys and what you do it's not easy to do but I feel the energy I feel the positivity I see and hear the talent so the future looks bright for you guys man I love it
1: Thank you so yeah, much. Thank man. you.
0: Really appreciate it. No problem, man. This is what I love doing. I didn't care if anybody tuned in. It could have just been us and Matt and probably my dad, but that's okay. Hell yeah, yeah. That's, I'll have to send this video to my dad.
1: He'll love
0: this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Your dad doesn't have Instagram. My dad got Instagram, so he could keep up with me. What? Yeah, don't worry. I, I got I got you guys on this. Where this is we're gonna release this next week for everybody. Can't wait. Oh,
2: awesome.
0: Yeah, you guys got the full deal, man. I like I said, Matt, good salesman. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this has been so much fun, though, guys. Like, thank you for taking the time, Eric Tate. Like, give everybody my my best and the rest of the group. And for everybody that's been watching, is watching right now, we got Mind Me coming out on Monday, and we got a really special album, Breakfast? Question mark. I didn't. I, breakfast? There we go. That was good. That. <laughs>
1: Zach asked when when he can see the foods next, and we I don't even know if we have an answer for that. Do we? We'll get something on the calendar soon. Yeah. We're also we're also thinking of maybe doing uh doing like a live DJ or not a live DJ set, but it's something for YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get some live some virtual sets
0: in the, in, the, in the short term. So so we <laughs> do have some DJ ability already in the group then. Oh yeah. Well, shit. Let's hang out and drink some IPAs. What do you guys say? I'm with it. Tomorrow? Tonight? Tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a snowstorm. You got to be careful in the city, boys. Come on. True, true. For real. For real. Yeah, any Midwestern out, Midwesterners out there, take care of yourself.
1: All right. Well, yeah, thanks stronger. so much. Appreciate it,
0: man. Cheers to you guys. Have a good night. Thank take you for care. the time. It's been a pleasure. Guys, the foons. Go follow them. Take these Peace, guys.